Hi, this is Brian Landau, and you're listening to The Drip, a podcast about how to caffeinate your campaigns. Today, I'm joined by Mark Killens. Mark is the VP of Marketing and Community at Drift. In this episode, we talk about mapping content marketing initiatives to revenue goals, marketing as the hub for internal engagement, and L&D as part of the marketing remit. In just a few moments, you'll hear Mark talk about the need for a blended content mix when thinking about learning and development. The idea is that people learn in a bunch of different ways. Some people are visual, some people are tactile, some people are auditory. Drift does an amazing job at empowering its employees to learn in the best way that suits them. One trend that I'm observing is thinking about how the pieces fit together. A series of videos during onboarding, whether they are Zooms or video content that's pre-produced, is effective up until a point. It's so hard to sit at a desk all day. And minimizing the screen doesn't really make it audio. It just makes it video with the screen minimized. I'm seeing audio play a critical role in L&D. It allows your colleagues and employees to access critical information in a more portable way. It allows the company to go a little bit deeper, to explain a little bit more. VoiceOver is really effective. For example, a lot of companies use sales platforms like Gong and they record sales calls. Amazing. But what if the VP of sales and a director in enablement created an intro to that piece? What if they created segments in the middle of the call to call out what's going well and what can be improved upon? This is a very, very light production lift with a very, very high impact. High growth startups almost always have a founder story. Culture is important. We're taking on the world together. Creating an internal podcast series that interviews key company stakeholders like the founding team, investors, and key customers is a great way to tell the company's story in a format that matches consumer behaviors. Your colleagues are listening to podcasts during the workday. Why not elevate your successes in DEI or CSR as part of their content mix? Bentley is an audio platform for business, and we believe that your audio content should live where you do business. With Venly, you can share audio content securely and privately to Slack, Notion, and other internal platforms. You can share audio content externally to social media, email, and PDF, all with enterprise-grade analytics and custom-branded players. Are you curious about how audio might play a role in how you engage with your employees? Email me directly at brian at venly.co. That's brian, B-R-I-A-N, at venly, V-E-N-N-L-Y, dot C-O. And now, the fascinating Mark Killens. Hey, Mark. Hey, how you doing? Mark Killens is VP of Content and Community at Drift, where he leads the content, events, community, and learning and development teams. He oversees Drift's content strategy, Drift Insider, which has over 35,000 members, learning and development functions, and Drift's rev growth and hyper growth events. Prior to joining Drift, he served as VP and founder of HubSpot Academy, as an enthusiastic former customer, Mark joined HubSpot in 2010 as an inbound marketing consultant, where he spent two years working with thousands of HubSpot customers to scale their inbound strategy. From there, he went on to build HubSpot Academy from the ground up, and in doing so, educated millions of people and created a best-in-class hub for marketing and sales content and training. When he's not at Drift, Mark enjoys plenty of steak and lobster, a round of golf or two, and loves being in the snow or the ocean. Mark, thanks again for being with me. Hey, thank you for having me, Brian. <laughs> so for those who aren't familiar, what is Drift? What is conversational marketing? Yeah, I mean, Drift is a revenue acceleration platform that uses the power of conversational marketing, which we can talk more about, and conversational sales together to help businesses accelerate their path to more revenue, uh, really make a better customer experience, engage more customers and buyers, 
and create more qualified pipeline faster and get to their revenue targets faster. So a big part of your role is collaborating with leaders in other departments. I want to start here. How can content marketing leaders best work cross-functionally? Because I think many people think of content marketing as this solely external, I'm going to do this for demand gen and lead gen, but it's a little bit different in how you think about it. Yeah, there's a lot of things you can do. Like number one, it all comes down to understanding what the business is trying to achieve. So it starts with the goals. A, a great content marketer also understands how the business generates new revenue and how a business retains their customers and retains that revenue. So you really need to understand that. So I study, for example, our, it's for us, it's every six months, we update our revenue plan and we, we look at it. And I, I ask myself with the other marketing leaders, well, how are we going to get to these numbers? And we then back ourselves into our content strategy that is very much about thinking, not just about content, but the audience, starting with the audience and the persona, right? Thinking about what assets and then topics match to those people and then thinking about channels and distribution. You got to think of everything, but I think a lot of content marketers, or I know a lot of content marketers, Brian, start too much with just, I need to write this thing. I need to talk about this topic, but they don't understand why they're doing it and the bigger context of the business and how that thing is going to be used in driving an outcome for the business, not just the marketing team, but also the sales team and your customer success team. So a strong content marketing leader today really understands the revenue machine, the revenue engine, and can understand how they fit into it. Not always do content marketers map towards ARR as a metric, for example. It sounds like you have a little bit of that line of sight. For those who are responsible for content marketing, but maybe don't understand always how they get to how sales closes a lead, what's your best advice to someone like that? You got you to gotta spend time with the sales team and jump on, on customer and prospect calls. Like I personally joined five to 10. I got one tonight after I talked to you. I'm, I'm talking to a, a potential Drift customer tonight. For me, it's, I'm in a position where I can, I can do that because we're selling to marketers. A lot of the times I am a marketer. So I, I bring a, a level of credibility and insight and helpfulness to these sales conversations. So I'm in maybe somewhat of a unique position but even if you can't maybe listen live, then if you're using something like a gong, a chorus, some type of technology that records your calls, you got to listen to these conversations. You have to understand how the buyer is thinking, how the customer is thinking, how they're feeling, what motivates them, the language they're using. You start to get that insight, right? That's going to then help you determine, well, these things that we're creating content around might not be the right things, or maybe they are, and we can do more with them. But if you're not taking the time to really get to know your customers at a very deep level, you're missing a huge source of wisdom and inspiration for your overall content strategy, but then also for your content team. A lot of the times I will send call snippets. I will send recordings. I will send the team articles. I will send the team a ton of different things. You can ask anyone on my team this. And I always preface it saying, this is important. This is not important. You can read later, whatever that is. But I'm always trying to give my team insight into the mind of our customers and to our industry. So we can be very forward thinking and looking in how we ultimately help the business with two things. One is yes, revenue creation and retention, but also brand building. 
in community building and a good con a good and great content marketing leader now great content marketing person thinks about both things it's not just about generating a lead anymore and maybe building some brand trust and reputation it's that plus the pipeline and revenue side of things and getting customers helping getting customers seeing real value with whatever you sell when we connected before you shared with me uh, your opinion that marketing should be the hub maybe even more so the linchpin between customer experience and employee experience what do you mean by that are there practical examples that you can point to where marketing served as this type of connector yeah i'm blanking on the the quotes but there's a quote from someone pretty famous in the in the business world that says the way you design your teams designs the customer's experience and that holds true from an employee experience as well so you know i learned this back in my time at hubspot where how you curate an integrated journey for your customers from what they learn about and understand pre-sale to what they see and understand and use as they get onboarded with your solution and then what happens after that for, for during that first 90 days the most critical time but then also for the first half year and then the first 12 months of of them being a customer you know, with your business that all has to be aligned like at the end of the day like you're trying to fulfill the promise you're making a lot of promises to people in a variety of different ways marketers are doing this right? Through digital ads, through content, through copy on the website. The list goes on and on how we're making all these promises. Salespeople are making promises, right? There probably might be executives making promises. If you do a lot of team selling, which I highly recommend. And so you're having a lot of people talk to these customers and you're making these promises. What you need to do as, as, as a marketer these days is help your company and your, your overall business, like these different teams in your business, especially customer success and onboarding, fulfill the promise. So, you, so that's what I mean around like marketing needs to act as this hub. Like you need to create one holistic journey that's tailored to the different personas you have, tailored to the outcomes that they care about and figure out how, how you do that. So for Adrift, we've built this, this revenue acceleration model, which we use completely across the entire life cycle. So we use this heavily in our marketing, uh, more in the middle of the funnel type content we have. We use this in our sales process. We use this in business value consulting. We use this during onboarding. We use this during executive business reviews. We use this during renewal conversations. And it shows people where they could go, where they are, and where they could go with Drift using conversational marketing, using conversational sales as solutions. So if you can create something that really creates this one unifying effect between what you're promising and how you deliver against that promise, it's going to be super helpful. I'm a big proponent of proponent of frameworks and models to help a business do this. And that's what we have done adrift with conversational marketing blueprint, the conversational sales formula. All of these things are free and you know your listeners can, can check out. We did the same thing at HubSpot with the inbound marketing methodology. It turned into the inbound methodology. Now the flywheel, all of these things are concepts that are built into these mental models to help someone understand the, the overall category the overall solution at a high level but then you can use those to go deeper into specific things you want to teach customers about to build specific features or products for so it's a very intentional thing we're doing and, and i just don't think enough businesses value the fact that marketing should be acting as this hub and then on the employee side it's about learning and development that's probably a whole other conversation we could maybe have brian but like 
you know, for us, it's, it's about like teaching people how to do these things. So it's not just about content. You need to put that content into action. And that's where learning and development comes in. It's, it's actually making your content actionable so that it gets someone to a specific outcome, a specific thing that they're trying to do in their day-to-day job versus them just reading or watching something. I do want to talk about L&D because it does funnel into your group. I think in most companies, L&D is part of HR. What is the case for L&D being part of marketing? And how do you see some tangible benefits to that? I mean, the employees, the employee experience is as much as the brand experience as it is the customer experience. If you think about all the potential interactions that people are going to have or having or did have with your brand and business, so many of those are driven in, in or from a one-to-one standpoint. So with one person at your business to another customer or, or potential customer, or it's a person at your business doing something that's going to impact more than one customer. When you think about like how an employee is this multiplier in your organization. So if that team member, I hate to use the term employee, like, but that team member is really well-trained understands the mission, understands how it works, understands the solution, understands the customers, and is speaking the same language that the customer is seeing and hearing on your website, in your content, in the sales process, et cetera, et cetera. The whole thing is just going to work better because there's more consistency. Like marketing's job at the end of the day, in in a lot of ways, is just staying consistent, right? Staying on message, right? Marketers underappreciate, undervalue the power of repetition and the importance of, 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 having that drumbeat and sticking with something uh, for a long time. We're always kind of chasing the new thing, but that's not always the best case. Sometimes, yeah, you need to do it, but it, it's really about consistency. So when you think about from a learning and development standpoint, it's getting everyone to build the right habits for, yes, their job-specific roles, but also understanding the, bra- the brand promise, the story, like I said, how it works, the solution, and making our team better. So we focus on uh, the learning development team at Drift, which is part of my organization, focuses on kind of four pillars. New onboarding for a drifter, the first five days of that experience, super important. Revenue acceleration training and curriculum, going to that solution and product level, right? For all of our uh, global field team members, so sales, CS, customer advocates, et cetera. Management and leadership training, another multiplier effect. How do we help managers and leaders at Drift really embrace what it means to lead at Drift and build teams and grow and help other people grow. So, so important, which helps our customers grow, right? Everyone at, at Drift is a leader in some capacity. They're either leading a team, they're leading customers, they're, they're leading someone or some group of people to something, right? So we need to help people be really good at all that stuff. And then the last thing is diversity, equity, and inclusion. How do we create a really equitable, safe, really strongly connected organization and that's, that's so important these days because Drift is digital first. We don't actually have desks in our offices anymore. We still have offices. We call them conversation spaces, but no one has an official desk at an office. You can come in and work in the office, but we all have these re- remote, we, we all have the, the ability and it's, it's definitely a privilege to, to work remotely, right? And to, to work where we find it's best for ourselves, our family, our situation. But that requires us to be very intentional about how we train people and help them be successful at Drift with what they are accountable to. I'll get you out on this question. You're a content guy, right? When you think about onboarding or DEI or managerial training, 
Is it Zoom after Zoom followed by a video and an article? Like what is the content mix both online, offline, maybe it's in person in a conversational space as you called your new offices. What does that mix look like? Are there some best practices that you've been able to implement as you get someone on day one through that first week and then continue to train and upskill them? It, it's a good question. It has to do like, you know, with the question of like, oh, well, people have different like learning styles. Like, right, Brian? Like, yeah, I mean, there's such a debate around like learning styles. To me, it's just like, just forget about work, forget about learning. What, what types of things do you find enjoyment when, when you're just outside of this nine to five routine? Do you like to read? Do you like to watch things? Do you like to listen to things? Do you like a blend of those things? Like, however you like to consume entertainment, informational programming, just things that you just, that are pleasures of yours that you like to like, you know, learn about and read, like, however you like to do that, that's probably the best way to then teach someone in a more of a business context setting, right? Like, so, <laughs> cause that keeps your attention. So we just ask people like, Hey, do you like to, to read things? Do you like to watch? Do you like to, to listen? Is it a blended style? So my answer is like, you need a blended approach. Um, and that's like, there's blended learning. The, another new concept that we're starting to do a little bit more with Adrift is adaptive learning. Don't teach people things they already know. That is just not useful or smart. That's how you really turn off someone's learning interest, like be adaptive in what you can teach them based off of previous knowledge and experience and level of understanding. Um, so there's, there's a few ways you can can, can do it. Like I, like I was just saying, but at the end of the day, what you're, you're trying to do is always start with the end in mind. So there's a, there's a concept called backwards planning. Even when you plan content, you create content. You're like, well, if they consume this piece of content, what do we want the outcome to be? It could be as simple as, oh, we want them to feel something about our brand and take that away. So that's like a, a minute video, 30 second clip. And we just want them to feel this thing. That's the outcome we're looking for. Or it could be like extreme. It's like, well, we want the outcome to be, they are using five plus of our features in our product after 90 days. That's a, that's, a, that's like a, a way different, very intensive program and set of content and stuff you have to put together versus just that first kind of video I was explaining. But if you don't start with the end in mind, backwards planning, outcome-driven content and outcome-driven learning, you're missing the chance to create the best possible experience for the audience, for, for the person. Because you're in some ways being selfish. You're selfishly thinking, oh, I know what we need, what this person needs. So I'm going to just do it that way without thinking about like what it means for them and why, why it matters to them. I'm joined today by Mark Killens of Drift. It's a real pleasure connecting with you. Thank you so much for your time and for all your wisdom. Thank you for having me, Brian. And uh, if you folks have any questions, you can find me online. Uh, I'm going to just share my phone number if that's okay, Brian. That's fine with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, it's texting only. You won't be able to call me, but it's 978-226-6965. No one's allowed to text me on this podcast. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Appreciate you, you man. Yeah, no worries, Brian. Talk to you soon.